Welcome to Credits Due, the podcast where we break down an actor's filmography one movie at a time. I'm Ben Cron, and joining me today is Tyler Owen. Slurping that soup. And Neil Potter. In 1998, Harrison Ford is Quinn Harris in this action comedy romp. <laughs> All right. And of course, guys, that means that we are on part 10 on our series on Harrison Ford. And of course, we'll be talking about uh, the 1998 film Six Days, Seven Nights, uh, starring... Um, oh, it's directed by Ivan Reitman. It stars Harrison Ford and Anne Heche and one uh, amazing David Swimmer. Oh, my God. <laughs> peak, also peak David Swimmer. Nah, but we'll, nope, I'm nope, sure more we'll, to say about him later. Hold on. We'll to discuss it. that. <laughs> um, as always, we'll get into some film trivia about the movie. Uh get into some box office and then dive into our full spoiler filled discussion on the movie six days, seven nights and, end as always with some final thoughts and recommendations and guys, I gotta say we got a very special guest here today. <laughs> you send her out in the wilderness with a pocket knife and a Q-tip, and she'll build you a shopping mall. Frances Owen is here. <laughs> yeah, that name sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, last name Owen. <laughs> hey guys, super excited to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Frances. Oh, thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. I'm a super big fan. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> Let alone back beforehand, had mentioned I've never listened to your show before. <laughs> <laughs> well, not entirely true. She did say she listens to me uh, talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear some of it. <laughs> Listen, we're here, we're not here to judge, okay? Oh. I so, uh, I, s- I say, let's get started. Tyler, do you want to start off, start us off with some film trivia? I sure do. Yeah, every episode I put together four pieces of trivia about our main film, and uh, one of them I've made up completely, and you guys have to figure out which one it is. And uh, since we have a guest with us today, uh, Francis, you're going to have to guess first, so oh, no. uh, pay attention closely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number one. Star Harrison Ford is a licensed pilot and flew the plane featured in the movie. He had to go through several certifications for the insurance company to allow him not only to fly, but to also fly with the rest of the cast in the plane. Number two, Harrison Ford personally picked out Anne Hesch to be his co-star over much greater stars of the time like Gwyneth Paltrow, Julia Roberts, Meg Ryan, and Uma Thurman. Hesch was fired from production only days after being cast when she appeared as Ellen DeGeneres' date at the premiere for Volcano. Harrison Ford used his influence to get her rehired, but unfortunately she was stonewalled by Hollywood and stopped receiving major leading roles. Number three. David Schwimmer fell asleep on a beach while relaxing during a break in production and ended up with severe sunburns that delayed filming for two weeks while he recovered. And number four, (laughs) number four, the plane crash scene was accomplished entirely without CGI. The plane was suspended by helicopter and puppeteered from above while impacting with the beach. 
Oh, All right, okay, what do I need to do? <laughs> you gotta pick out which one I made up. <laughs> which one? Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Well, I mean, I the plane the plane crash looked pretty pretty cool, and uh, I feel like I feel like you get that with. Uh, yeah, I'm starting from the end um, with a. Uh, <laughs> With practical, more practical effects, mm-hmm. um, especially around that time. So I'm going to go with that one's true. Um, David Schwimmer getting sunburned. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's believable. <laughs> it just kind of seems like like a guy who might get sunburned accidentally. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm gonna hold on to that one for a second because um, now I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, was Harrison Ford uh, piloted the plane? Uh, I mean, he's kind of a badass. So <laughs> I don't know much about Harrison Ford, honestly. So I don't know if he flies planes normally. I. I'm gonna say, so like I remember a little bit of a little bit of time around like the the Anne is it Anne Hesh or Anne Hesh? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I've always heard, I don't want to mispronounce it. I've always heard Hesh and Hesh. Okay. okay, okay. So I I remember like there being a lot of a lot of scandal about her kind of like just going off the deep end maybe around like in like her doing some crazy things and not necessarily just her having um you know dating Ellen DeGeneres so I kind of I don't know I kind of feel like that one might be the lie like you twisted something in there um I don't know I'm gonna go with that okay number two is the lie all right yeah uh Neil oh well I'm going to the one of the only notes I made for this movie is going to revolve around my answer for this question. And that is the first thing I wrote is David Schwimmer's a fucking putz. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I totally believe he got sunburned. But I'm, gonna go, but I'm actually going to go with that answer. Um, I, I'm thinking he's subverted he's my up enough of a button. <laughs> no, I think he's subverting the expectations for uh, David uh, Schwimmer there. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I'm going to go with the Anne Heche one as well because. Um, there was just so much information in that one that some of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I feel like, um, though some of it might be true, I feel like the timeline doesn't quite add up, um, to make the, that entire tidbit a fact. All right. Well, we will take them in reverse order then. The plane crash scene was accomplished entirely without CGI. That is true. Yay. Yes. Yeah. I, I I kind of figured just by watching that scene, it, it, it looked pretty real. But the fact that they literally suspended a plane from a helicopter yeah. and flew it around, mm. that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the entire crash on the beach was done that way. So that's very cool. Uh, number three was... What did you wanna? No, I just feel like I my gut is telling me a different answer now. Alright, David Schwimmer fell asleep on a beach while relaxing during a break in production and got severe sunburns that delayed filming. 
This one is the fiction. Still a fucking pass yeah. Uh, so I just, I definitely just went with what I imagined an episode of an unaired episode of Friends would have been. <laughs> I actually think that happened in Friends. Oh, it probably did. I mean, it ran oh, for like man. eight years. So, um, yeah, uh, not true. Oh man. Number two. That means the uh, the one with uh, Anne Hish uh, being fired and then rehired wow. Wow. Uh, yeah. based on Harrison Ford's influence. Uh, all true. Is, I mean, uh, well, again, take with a grain of salt. This is all taken for mine to be trivia. So, mm. you know, there could be some stuff in there that's not 100% accurate, but I did try to follow up on it and uh, look at a few other articles and the timeline fits. Like she, she was given an ultimatum basically just before the premiere of her other previous movie, Volcano, uh, and was told that if she appeared on the red carpet with Ellen DeGeneres that she would no longer have the role and she uh, uh, there's differing sources it sounds like some sources say that she was actually fired and then rehired other sources say that um she confronted them and they backed down but mm. um yeah it it all of it is roughly true so that's it's kind of a crazy time right like yeah. where appearing in public as a date of the same sex it would potentially tank your career mm-hmm. and it wasn't that fucking long ago so just a reminder like every time we go through an actor's filmography it's always fascinating to see like really how much has changed in such a short period of time both like socially society in society and in filmmaking so mm, yeah um, yeah yeah, well, I'm like remembering because wasn't uh, Ellen DeGeneres came out like probably shortly before this whole thing that apparently happened. And like, I seem to remember it being like, oh, I mean, maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but like a well-received thing, like she was supported. And I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think she was generally. But yeah, it, but it was 1998. It was kind of a turning point, you yeah. know, like that was the first really big like um, in the closet celebrity who came out while they had a big show, I think, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because I think she came out on her show. She did, she? yeah. Which was like going mm-hmm. on around this time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then that means also number one, Harrison Ford being a licensed pilot who flew the plane. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't remember about that because he. There's a new story only a few years ago about how he crashed a plane and <clears throat> like crushed his leg. Oh, yeah. He was <laughs> filming yeah. The Force Awakens. Or, yeah. Wait, right? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Because yeah, well, maybe uh, that was subconsciously. He delayed production of that movie, right? But I don't remember if it was because of that or because it was like an onset injury. Yeah, I don't remember. But yeah, he. Well, I feel yeah, like he tripped he, out of the Millennium Falcon at one point. Yeah, too. I think that also. Yeah, and those are, yeah. yeah, I think those are two separate incidences. Yeah, but he. He definitely did crash a small plane that he was flying yeah. on, like into a onto a golf course, and yes. like crushed his leg. Yeah. And I think yeah. it was the same size plane as what's in this. Uh, well, yeah. Movie. So that was another thing I learned. Apparently, he owns the exact model of plane that was used in this movie. That's wild. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> and it's called like a. It's called the model of the plane is called a beaver, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> surprised they didn't say that in this movie. I know, right? <laughs> 
right. Yeah. I mean, there's your trivia. Oh, wow. That's amazing. That's pretty great. Well, after trivia, we're going to get into some box office news. It's six days, seven nights, ladies and gentlemen. Came out in 1998, uh, June 12th, summer release. Hey, oh. Um, and has a running time of an hour 42. Um, it has a. Ooh, there is no production budget here. Well, I'm not even going to say it then. It had a uh, domestic uh, opening of $16 million um, and internationally has or worldwide has made $164.8 million uh, all time. So, I mean, not terrible. I think for something of this that probably didn't have a super high budget. uh, Let me actually try to find that six days, seven nights budget. Uh, so not too bad. What are you What are you looking for? Uh, it's production budget, real quick here. Seventy million. It made or it cost seventy million to uh, make. Oh Jesus! Yeah. And how much to? <laughs> uh, it, it's domestic was only four million above that. that. So I mean, great. <laughs> It did pretty well internationally. Though, yeah, didn't internationally, it? it was 164. So it probably had a yeah. huge Chinese uh, yeah. <laughs> opening or something like that. Who knows? <laughs> I think China was not big back then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they love Haitian China for some reason. Uh, <laughs> but uh, going on to other 1998 movies, we had uh, such other big releases as Saving Private Ryan, The Truman oh. Show. Deep Impact, Armageddon, Something About Mary, Big Lebowski, Blade. That one's pretty sweet. (laughs) Damn. Uh, Killer. And then also the sweet uh, competing movies of Ants and a Bug's Life. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Wow. I always thought that was weird. Those two came out like right at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. That's wow. Yeah. So 1998 was, uh, yet another good year for movies. Like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty great. I love a good disaster movie. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Armageddon, Armageddon is, great. is trash, but I'll let you have it. <laughs> it's probably one of Michael Bay's better movies. Oh man. That's saying something too. Yep. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so let's, let's dive into this movie guys. Um, real quick, uh, this is, uh, just for some credits due facts. This is Ivan Reitman's second movie we've covered. Uh, the first, I I believe it's the second, the first being actually the successor of this movie. And that's, (laughs) uh, evolution. Starring oh, yeah. Julian oh, Moore man. and David Duchovny. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Rough. Oh, and there was there was another connection. Uh, I taped that. <laughs> I, taped like, I taped it. I taped it off like the TV when it was playing on off TV. Of, like ABC. And, yeah, yeah, like I watched it so many times. Amazing. <laughs> anyway, oh, moving on. Yeah, uh, also, was... Anne Heche was in. Psycho. Psycho. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what oh, I was going to yeah. say. Yeah, just before this movie, yet, right? Uh yeah, I think so. A few yeah. years maybe. Yeah. Um all right, so Francis, uh Yes. What are your thoughts on 6 Days 7 Nights? 
Oh, guys, this one gave me a lot of feels. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I definitely had some nostalgia watching it, and I, you know, I tried not to talk to Tyler a whole lot about it before the podcast, but there is definitely, like, memories that I had of this movie, um were a little bit different than re-watching it. Because, <laughs> um, like, I don't know, it was one of those movies like, it was like, this movie, down Periscope, and like, I don't know, any National Lampoon's vacation movie oh, was God. like my childhood. And oh, well. anytime one of those movies came on TV, we were watching it. Um, so, like, I definitely had some good feelings going into it, and I still enjoyed it. Um, I actually... I still had a really good time watching this movie. (laughs) Um, Some of the things that, like, I don't know, maybe maybe we're, like, different watching it as, like, a child versus watching it as an adult were, like, some of the weird, like, uh, sexual innuendo banter things they had going on and, like... um, you know, some stuff probably just like flew over my head. Like this was a real horny movie. It was oh, super so horny. horny. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. I was oh. not prepared for that. I, I was <laughs> expecting a more of a drama with like a little bit of lighthearted comedy thrown in, but this was like it was just oh, no. very yeah. over the oh, top, goofy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <And>, yeah. <laughs> And I love it, all. Oh yeah, what were you gonna say? And also, they never bang in the movie too, right? <laughs> yeah. Like the only yeah. the only person who bangs David is David Schwimmer. Schwimmer. Bangs. <laughs> it really yeah. just exudes sexual they, tension. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, especially with Harrison Ford's like female liaison woman who helps him out like she is just like (laughs) sex incarnate in this entire movie Uh, I have to say though like those that marriage was not very strong if both of them were gone for a day and were like man I want to be with somebody else (laughs) (laughs) like tops three days well like this is that trope every time there's a movie where like Every time there's a movie where there is cheating involved, where the protagonist cheats and they're meant to end up with someone else than the person Mm -hmm. they're with at the start of the movie, they always have to go, like, really far out of their way to make the person that they're cheating on an asshole. Like, Mm -hmm. it happens every time. And, like, at the beginning of this movie, I thought David Twimmer was a dope. And, like, I actually kind of sympathized with him, like having his fiance missing but then like you could immediately see they're like oh shit they're gonna make him fuck this crazy hula dancer like it was just really like so obvious that they they needed to do that so that you would want her to end up with Harrison Ford and I don't know that, that just always bugs me because it's so predictable I guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very much so yeah um so uh just real quick uh I'm going to have to agree with you, Francis. I actually quite enjoyed this movie. Um, I thought it was very funny. I think the sexual, uh, I'll say, uh, it is not hitch level funny, but I did laugh. (laughs) I did find myself laughing Would you say it's like Thor Ragnarok funny then? I would say it's it's two Thor Ragnaroks. Oh my god. I shouldn't have even I disagree. (laughs) Fair. Um, I thought the sexual tension between Harrison Ford and Anne Heche is what made this movie 
like really good. Um, yeah. I just wanted to see those two bang on a secluded <laughs> island. And nope. you didn't get nope. it. Yeah. Did not get it. Um, yeah. Pull a snake I, out of her trousers. That was pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> that that was the part where that the movie very almost lost me. Honestly, oh, yeah. like I was pretty in up until that point, and then I was like, "Ooh, this is this isn't landing quite the same way that the other comedy has been." But I still, yeah, I I had a good time with this too. Honestly, it was it was fun, I, and I, I think that the thing that really stood out to me is that. Harrison Ford looked like he was having fun. Yeah. How many movies have we watched in a row now where like we're we're debating is he is he is this a thing he's doing on purpose or does he not want to be here? Like that's basically what the debate we've had every movie, like the last four or five movies. It's been is this a an affectation he's putting on stylistically as an actor to to be like aloof and like shrugging everything off, or is he literally just an asshole who doesn't even want to be in this set? Mm-hmm. And but in this movie, like it looked like he was having a, a grand old time. Yeah, like yeah. right off the bat, he yeah. was he was that character. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's because they let him fly a plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what, what was his name, Neil? Oh, who played- how does it rank? Uh, oh, yeah. Let's Quinn fight. Quinn Harris. Quinn Harris. Yeah. Great oh name. Queenie. I mean, they, inclu- <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they, they included Harris in his name. I feel like it's cheating a little bit. <laughs> True. <laughs> I must say, my initial impressions of this one, too, is I grew up watching it because my mom loves this movie. So I've seen this oh, movie wow. probably half a dozen times. And uh, yeah. so... At this point, too, I was like, I had so, also some nostalgia going into it. I don't think it held up as for me nearly as much. It was, <laughs> it was, it was, it, it was a fun romp. I'll, I will give it that though. So, I, I was chuckling. I was laughing. Harrison Ford looked like he was having a good time. So I'll, I'll let it pass. But David Schwimmer, let me just get back oh, on David Schwimmer. I can't stand the schmuck. I don't know about okay, you. One, I, I like to say one thing just to frame this conversation, this breakdown on David Schwimmer. Okay. This movie comes out in 1998. All right. Yeah. Um, Friends um, aired. Uh, I, okay. Friends aired from 94 to 2004. Mm -hmm. So this is like, arguably, right? This is peak Friends era. Yeah. David Swimmer has pop culture. As much clout in Hollywood (laughs) as he ever has. (laughs) Okay. I can't. I just, just like think about that while watching this movie. Okay. Go ahead, Neil. Okay. I've thought about it. I still hate his guts. <laughs> I can't stand him. Like, I don't know what it is about him. Like, the part that like drove me insane. Like, I get it. He's kind of just supposed to be an aloof kind of like goof. But like when is he though? I don't know. Is he? <laughs> like, so he's the part that just had me like almost seethingly mad at him <laughs> was when like that when like Anne Hache is gone, they've crashed and he's watching this girl dance on stage and he's bobbing his head like a jackass. Oh my God. I thought that was fucking hilarious. Oh. I was my ass off. No. <laughs> oh shit. Calm down, bro. Calm down. <laughs> 
I'm out of here. I'm, I'm signing out. How do you, that, how do you close that was, this? <laughs> <laughs> that was the moment I think, well, okay, so the, to really dig into that sequence, that was juxtaposed uh, directly against their crash. Oh, yeah. They are in the midst of crashing while he's doing that goofy ass while he's crashing. Like, <laughs> like his eyes are going, oh, like freaking cartoon character. It, it's, yeah, no, it, that whole sequence it is, was it is so very, strange. like the, the mask. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. And like they're putting it again, like right opposite, cutting back and forth between their crash sequence. Which that was so granted, weird. That was actually kind of funny too, because she's like high on Zoa. What Xanax. the heck is she high? Oh yeah, Xanax. Yeah, yeah. She's like, that was pretty funny too. Oh gosh, I, I how was many not of those did that. you take? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did like the line in that, like when she was taking the Xanax, where she took one and told him, and then he's like, what are you taking now? And she just says the same line over and over yeah. again. <laughs> that was pretty good. Well, okay, did you, did you not like, did you not like David Schwimmer because he does a good job playing an asshole? Or do you not like David Schwimmer because you think the actor David Schwimmer is an asshole. <laughs> I hate him. I just hate him. And friends, I thought he was <laughs> inscrutable in, in this I don't movie. like him. There's something about him. So that's this me. I just I don't quite get that he's an asshole in this movie. Like, well, I mean, he obviously uh, cheats on his his betrothed. Maybe but, like yeah. a dumbass is a better dumbass, descriptor. Yeah. Yeah, because he seems like a real like schmuck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't he, know. He's a doofus. Like, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I never really got that. Like they were in love. That they yeah, were. Yeah, like, like, like even at the end, like Anne Hache is like, like she's not even mad that he like cheated on her, right? Yeah. Like oh, even yeah, she knows she, that he's a schmuck. She just spent like four days lusting after Harrison Ford. Yeah. She's just like, yeah. She, I mean, didn't, but she didn't like. She didn't do the sex. She was do a little kissy kiss, and then she was like, "No, we can't." I mean, they thought they were going to be lost forever on this island. You trying to tell me something? (laughs) Maybe a scenario I've thought about. (laughs) (laughs) It's not cheating if I deny you. (laughs) Hey, taking the ball a hundred yards down the field. I mean, it's nothing if you don't score a touchdown. Before we close the book on David Swimmer, I do have a question. <laughs> I have a question uh, for you, Francis. Oh yeah. Um, about did it. you did you watch Friends? Were you a fan of that show? Like I watched it after it was basically done. Like I didn't okay. really like we watched History Channel and uh, <laughs> like I didn't get to watch my shows very much, so I didn't really know Friends was a thing until it was basically done. Yeah, but okay. I did like it. I watched you know I watched the reruns and. Got into it. Uh, so, just to give you an idea of her her childhood of like <laughs> media consumption, when, when she told me she'd watch this movie a bunch, I said, "So was this a movie that your dad had because he thought <laughs> Anne Hache was hot, or is it a movie your mom had because she thought Harrison Ford was hot?" <laughs> Those are pretty much the two options. Yeah, and they're both true. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
Anne Heche is gorgeous in this movie. Oh, yeah, she's super oh, yeah. cute in this she's movie. A real treat. Okay. There's something about her voice, too, that's like, I don't know, she's very like pixie like, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Pix- that's very accurate. I like her yeah. sass. There's yeah. something she's about quick. that great sass. Yeah. Harrison Ford, sh- like, is the best when he's paired with a sassy woman. That's yes. so true. So fun when he can get like frustrated and angry and mm-hmm. oh my god. So the moment the moment where I was like I swear this movie was originally written as like an animated feature was when he gets so frustrated he goes off into a bush <laughs> and starts that is great. I'm like when did he just transform into a cartoon character? I know. <laughs> Like, the, like, like smoke, like dust yeah. coming out, and then like <laughs> wooden chairs getting flown up in the air, and like cats and stuff. So I have, yeah. um, I have two notes about like. Actually, it's funny because I have a note about Harrison Ford's looks. Is that he's wearing short shorts, and I was like, he has terrible legs. <laughs> he's old. In this movie. Like, yeah, that was what he I looks too. good. He looks good. He looks good. Sure, sure. In this movie, <laughs> waist up, maybe. <laughs> uh, the, the second thing, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. There's that, there's that line where he whispers his age to her after uh-huh. she's guessed like f- that he's fifty, and yeah. she's like, "Still look good." And, yes. and I was just yeah. like, "God, just bang already!" Just, My God. God. <laughs> He says something else too, though. After yeah. that, he's like, he says, "Still am good." Still am good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah the very subjective eyebrow raise. There's a lot of jokes that he is old, but his dick still works. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we've, we've some say he's still off. telling those jokes today. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, all right, we have not. We've gone on tangent away from David Swimmer and I need to pull us back. Oh my god. Okay. I, Francis, maybe you missed this part. Maybe you, when you watch Friends you weren't like the right age, but mm-hmm. is, do you think David Swimmer is attractive? I think he's cute. He's not hot. You know, he's like, he's like, he's like cute. I kind of want to like hug him and comfort him, but like... <laughs> Have you seen recent pictures of him? Uh, no. He's, Should I look it up? He's actually like he looks he, pretty good. I was gonna say yeah. his IMDb so. pick is actually pretty good looking right now. Yeah, he's he's looking pretty hot. Uh, he's got that like um, middle aged man vibe going. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the last thing I've seen him in oh. is that OJ. Uh, oh yeah, he was yeah. kind of creepy looking Crime in that story. though. <laughs> he looks kind of like a cartoon. He's like full cartoon in that in that like show. Yeah. Uh, any, the reason I asked this was because my recollection of Friends is he's always dating like the hot the hot oh, yeah. woman. Yeah, absolutely. And in this one, he like he beds this like gorgeous woman, and I'm just want I just was wondering like. Was he a sex symbol? And like, did people think he was a sex symbol? So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna come at you from a, a female perspective. Um, <laughs> and so, <laughs> I think I think a lot of it is just 
like he just he seems like a really good guy and like mm. i think that can be that can be really attractive and and like i kind of mentioned the like the like huggable comfort thing you, like you just friend, I feel friend like, zone the shit yeah. out of him right now <laughs> well, i don't know but like he's i mean he is attractive it's not like he's it's not like he's ugly or anything like that um i don't know if you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just she's, gonna she's stop. Been looking at me contort my face. <laughs> He's giving me very strange looks, and it's making it difficult. I completely, I completely understand that. Uh, I completely understand that. Like, I can didn't see. Didn't he have a monkey? Didn't he have a monkey on Friends? Yes. He had a monkey yeah. at one point, and like that's a huge selling point for me. Oh, oh of course for you. Yeah. yeah. He was a he was a paleontologist too in that too. So I yeah. know that's Another pretty cool. interesting thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just keep coming back to the fact that I think he was solely cast in this movie, not for any like logical reason other than the fact that they needed someone for the audience to just not feel bad about at all when she ends up on this island with Harrison Ford. Like, yeah. he can't be attractive. He can't be smart. He can't be funny. He can't be like. It, he really just has to be the most mediocre dude. So that like you have no attachment whatsoever, and you want her to end up with her. Oh, they, That's they it. Set him up with like being super romantic and having all those flowers sent to her office, and she's like, "Oh, he does this all the time." Like yeah. he seems like he's she he's takes good her, boyfriend he takes material. Her out to this amazing dinner. Yeah. Like that night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, I mean, they did a little groundwork to make it seems like a good guy that they were in a relationship, I guess. But yeah. But then he talks, and I'm just like. <laughs> Why? No. What's happening? Okay. So the part, like, this is my peak favorite David Schrober moment in this movie was when uh, the, oh, I don't know her name, the girl with the big boobs and butt yeah. <laughs> that he sleeps with, she, uh, she was, like, doing that dance and he's, like, twitching his head and, like, the yeah, yeah. music no. oh, that, yeah, that no. killed me. No. I nope. kept laughing and looking at Tyler <laughs> and laughing some more. <laughs> so wild because isn't that that whole dance happens before he knows that they've gone missing, right? Like he's yeah because uh, they're crashing like, yeah. right then yeah oh yeah yeah, 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 right, yeah. Right. yeah. Right. yep uh, all right that's enough <laughs> swimmer talk <laughs> um nibbles <laughs> exactly that's what, what i was thinking about too <laughs> i just i had many moments where uh both tyler and i were getting distracted by nipples yeah oh yeah and haitia's nipples 100%. I didn't even notice Harrison Ford's nipples. Do he have nipples? Yeah. <laughs> Great question. I think they very purposely uh, gave her only white, white t-shirts. Tops, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's like the Rachel from Friends effect, right? Like, right. That's yeah, what get most people yeah. tune in every week. Wow. Well, I heard she had like nipple tweakers. <laughs> like Jennifer Aniston. I think oh, that wow. might be an urban is legend. It, is it a fake I think it's an urban I, I read it once and I believe it. <laughs> I'm sorry to ask this, but what's a nipple tweaker? I mean, you gotta, like, they don't always stay erect like that. Like, you're yeah, not always okay. gonna have perfectly so she, erect nipples. She's had a fluffer for her nipple nippers? Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the kids are calling oh, yeah, them yeah. now. 
Yeah, you just run out with an ice cube real quick. <laughs> yeah. Well, twisty twist. Yeah. I, 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 I honestly I think I wouldn't be surprised. Up at one point, and there were like all kinds of theories. Like some people thought that she would she cut holes in her bras so that her nipples would poke through. Did wow. she wear bras? I, I, I don't, don't know. Nah. I, don't I mean, you know, so. your nipples don't look like that if you wear a bra. I, yeah, I would think not, but who knows? Maybe they're just that powerful. Mm. <laughs> All right, I'm on Snopes I think they have prosthetic right nipples. Let's, Jennifer <laughs> Aniston <laughs> nipples. <laughs> if there's a result, shut, the, oh, there's shut it down. Be shut a down result. the internet. Wow, no, no results. <laughs> okay, thank God. I need to get one. <laughs> New article alert. <laughs> Um. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's jump ahead uh, towards the end of this movie when they meet the pirates. Oh, um, yeah. Danny Trejo and Django. Also a good Fett. moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I thought I recognized him. Mm-hmm. Uh, this so this is um, Ivan Reitman in a lot of his movies kind of does this where it's a very like kind of normal movie and then he just introduces like something crazy and like kind of just to have like a big action scene um like uh i think it's the movie like i'm i'm thinking of evolution obviously i mean that has more action throughout the movie but uh, if you Action remember the movie the Stripes, <laughs> very true. Uh, the movie Stripes, where it's kind of a like full metal jacket thing, where it's them in a military training for like almost the entire movie, and then they just go to war for like the past the last twenty minutes of the movie. Uh, this movie really felt like that to me. Like it was just them on an island, like almost banging. And then they just <laughs> run into pirates. And I don't I don't really know how I feel about it because it's silly and it's enjoyable, but it's also just like kind of dumb that their escape from the island is them like getting <laughs> blasted by cannons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, that was really awkward to me. I was like, wait, what kind of pirates have, like, cannon shells to launch at random shipwrecked people who have nothing of value? Like, what are they, why are they wasting their time on these people? I guess just because they saw them kill somebody? I don't know. But, like, who are they going to tell and what does it matter at that point? They're pirates. They don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't know. They're some of the most incompetent pirates I've ever seen, though. Do you know (laughs) See how they killed themselves at the end? <laughs> yes. <laughs> again, again, this was originally moment. it was originally a screenplay for a cartoon. <laughs> yes, that is the most like cartoon thing. Yeah, like, I had a moment at that part where I was like, I, I don't remember. I, I feel like they blow themselves up, but that seems really dumb. <laughs> Well, I, I swear I heard a, a sound effect of Oh, you did. You yep. sure did. There was. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love how they get away with, get away from the pirates by just, like, rolling down a hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that, like... I think they just made a decision that they wanted the the climax to be an action sequence. Uh, because they... 
the pace of this movie is pretty slow otherwise. And so Mm -hmm. they had to do something to amp it up a little bit. But I was I was telling Francis after the movie, like I really kind of wanted this to be a little more serious and then have I wanted that in like five minute montage to be the entire second half of the movie where they're trying to figure out how to fix the plane. Like I wanted them to Mark Watney that shit. And I wanted to see like how they figured out all the like cutting down the bamboo and trees to like make pontoons to get it to have a runway. Like I thought that mm-hmm. was actually fascinating and it was over in five minutes. So it, yeah, it was a montage. <laughs> yeah. It's, it kind of sucked, but like, I don't know it, that you did the, like the, the, the phallic nature of that bamboo stick that she was chopping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a all... look on Harrison Ford's face where he's like, damn, I wish she would do that. to my dick." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm pretty stinky. Yeah, have you? <laughs> have you? <laughs> yeah, the whole like pirate thing is it's it is cartoonish. It and the mo- I think the movie is is enough of a comedy that it's not. It doesn't seem like uh, so far out of left field, mm-hmm. but it is still like <laughs> them launching a cannon directly into the air and it comes yeah. down and blowing up their entire boat. Yeah. It's See, I, silly. I, I really enjoyed the pirate stuff though. I think it's fun. I, I the cart you know cartoonish of the canon is aside. I I love like him like rowing away from the pirates yeah. and then like she's like they're lowering a boat and he's like what kind of boat? <laughs> He, I think Harrison Ford has more. I I bet if he went through the script for this movie, there would be more instances of uh, it saying Harrison Ford sighs audibly than than actual audible lines. Uh, Yeah. The the other moment with the pirates that I actually really liked was uh, when they they actually do get captured by them, and they are like about to kill Harrison Ford. And Anne Hesh says, "Use of gold." <laughs> and the look, Harrison does, and, and Harrison, the look that Harrison Ford gives her is so fucking great. Just like surprised and astounded. <laughs> like yeah. pirates like gold, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> they have cannons and they like gold. Yep, that's what I know about pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she even says when when uh they see the pirates shoot that the like captain of the other boat, uh he's just like, It's pirates and she's like, Pirates? Like our pirates? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's good moments. They are. There are some great lines in this movie. Mm. I know we um, didn't get on this when we were talking about nipples, but there is a great line where she just yells out, there's nothing wrong with my tits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's right. It's she absolutely correct. Right. I don't know. Harrison Ford is crazy <laughs> thinking otherwise. Oh, he liked her tits by the end. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> they really like, grew yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like how that, that line came like 10 minutes after he he said you have no tits like yeah. as if it was festering in her <laughs> and she was just like <laughs> waiting for the right moment to like <laughs> lash out at him 
incredible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so just remind me of the part where they're like coming to the island and Queenie's girlfriend pulls out a swimsuit top. <laughs> I was like, what's that? I like how he said that uh, she was like his, like, she, he gave her like a job title and it was like, uh, it was like, uh, like to like a uh, travel booker or something. And it, oh, yeah. he, he gave her a job title, like, it, like assuming that she was like, uh, like a business owner. But it was mm-hmm. just like, yeah, this is just the girl that I bang when I'm <laughs> down on this island. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the ending. Um, as the very classic rom-com of uh, they're, they're at the airport and um, she, she uh, breaks off the engagement to David Swimmer mm-hmm. and then... She gets like stops the plane she's on and gets off like as Harrison Ford is like running to it. And it's the very it's the like classic rom-com trope that is like made fun of now. Mm. Um, And it was kind of I don't know. It was kind of touching, I guess. (laughs) He wants his life to be crazy. It is touching. Oh, wow. Yeah. I I'll be the one to rain on the ending a little bit. I don't feel like they did enough uh, relationship building. Absolutely not on the island <laughs> to justify that moment. Like, yeah, I think I, you're right. It felt more like a. It felt like the, a more appropriate ending, given what we saw, would have been for her to realize that she doesn't need David Schwimmer. Like mm-hmm. they should have, it should have been something where she was like dependent on him in some ways. And then she realizes she doesn't need him because she survived this ordeal and this other, you know, handy dude helped her figure out she could do that. And mm-hmm. there's admiration there and maybe even a type of love, but like it, I did not really get the romantic love aspect of their relationship. It felt more like a playful, like, teasing uh, you know wouldn't it be fun if we did but we didn't kind of thing and not something where you'd like throw your you know throw whatever uh plans you had for your life away for you know Mm -hmm. and it, it seems like david swimmer was you know the plans of her life he was inconsequential to those mm-hmm. mm. Uh, they just yeah. needed to bone down on that island. <laughs> that would have sealed the deal. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have been fine with it if that happened. Yeah. <laughs> I did I did really appreciate the like her conversation with David Schwimmer in the airport where, you know, she just kind of like wasn't it wasn't like an upset thing. It was like a like we both care about each other, but Obviously, if, you know, if we were this unfaithful or this, like, tempted by other options that it just wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I like I like that she did that when, you know, she I feel like most of the movie made her, like, feel like a very independent woman. 
um, which I appreciate in, in character in, you know, in movies. Because um, it seemed like she had a pretty, like, she had a really good job and, like, she she would fly out and do her own things. Like, right after her engagement, she was going to go do this photo shoot and, like, she just was her own person. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I kind of liked that rather than her having been, like, dependent on David Schwimmer for anything. Sure, yeah. No, I can get that. And, oh, my God, if if a job calls you while you're on vacation, quit that job. Just don't pick up. I can't believe it. I was just gonna mention like one scene where she like returned to Alice and Janie and was like, You call me on vacation, you wouldn't even book a fucking plane. (laughs) Well, and she knew that she was getting did she know she was getting engaged? I don't know, maybe she didn't. But like Um, she she knew that she was engaged on this trip, right? Like Mm -hmm. and she still just called uh, in. Well, no, during the phone call, uh, asking her to oh. asking her to fly to Tahiti, that's when yeah. uh, she learns that they yeah, were engaged. Right. But yeah. she still doesn't back down at all. Yeah, well, she even mm-hmm. says she even says like, "What what better way to start a relationship uh, <laughs> by uh, showing asserting your, your dominance? Man, yeah, yeah. showing your man you don't need him or something." Yeah, yeah. I, and then there's that that line where she's like sixty or. It's like 69% of marriages like end yeah. with the woman quitting her job within a year. Yeah. And she's, yeah. she's like, you wrote that in our magazine and you made that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Let's, let's finish this with talking about the absolute major sin of this movie. And oh. that is Allison Janney is in this movie and she is in like two scenes. And <laughs> She needed to fly down to that island and be in this entire movie. (laughs) Was this before? This was before West Wing, wasn't it? Yeah. Like one year, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That she is pretty great in this as the boss, but yeah, it's, she's more of a character of plot convenience than anything else. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get to final thoughts, guys. Um, for every movie, we'll give Harrison Ford a rating of one to five Harrisons. Uh, so, Francis, uh, what are your final thoughts? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mentioned in the beginning, I had a lot of nostalgia going into this. This is for me, it feels like very much peak Harrison Ford. I he looks good. He's like, he's kind of older, but like, he's still got it going on. And, uh, and I just had a lot of fun watching this movie. There have been some real doozies guys <laughs> that you've been watching. Cause I do get to watch the movies. <laughs> and, you get to watch. Yeah. Half, half the I'm tasked with accompanying Tyler <laughs> to watch these movies. And, uh, and this was very enjoyable. Um, I'm gonna. It's ten out of ten, right? Nope. Or it's like a ten. It's five. Or a five, five. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna readjust your no. entire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give this a solid like four and a half. Harrison Ford's, yeah, because I just I thought he just had a lot of fun in this movie, and I really enjoyed myself. And you know, it's I feel like it's a product of the time, you know, like obviously now like it, it you know, it doesn't hold up completely true, but, but yeah, surprisingly I, 
surprisingly also not a product of its time. Like you would think in a movie like this, there where it's like a lot of comedy, there would be more jokes that were a little off like, color. It's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but there really there were no gay any. jokes. Yeah, there weren't there any were gay jokes. Like, like, yeah, unless I'm missing something. Like I didn't really see anything that was like racially charged or yeah. anything. Like it, it felt like it actually holds up pretty well comedy wise. Oh, yeah. Um, Tyler, yes, you I like it. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll continue. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give this. Uh, I'm gonna give it four Harrisons. Yeah, I I really did have a fun time with this movie too. It it I think part of that is inflated by my low expectations going into it. Um, but I'm still gonna stand by it. I, I think this is. I did not expect to uh, walk away thinking that this is a like. Uh, Harrison Ford fan backlog uh, need to watch. It, it, and now I would say it is like if you if you're a fan of Harrison Ford and you've never seen it, I would actually highly recommend it. I think it was a lot of fun. It wasn't the like self serious romantic movie that I thought it was going to be. Um, and it was yeah, it was he was having fun, and that is something that is singularly <laughs> unique amongst these movies we've watched so far. I think mm-hmm. I feel like I I'm not sure I've felt that that same uh, level of energy from him since the first Star Wars movie. Oh, wow. Like, I'm, legitimately, I think, I think everything right. else has been pretty dour and self-serious, and this, like, he really looks like he's having a good time. So, mm. for that alone, I think it's worth the four Harrisons. Holy cow. Yeah. Uh, so, I think the only product of its time is having uh, David Schwimmer in it. <laughs> uh, hey, he's still in stuff. He's he still is, I guess. Whatever. Man, this is like this is like you and Kevin James. Back, uh, Why did you go Hitch. on bringing back up Kevin James? Okay, sorry, let me get sorry, back sorry. on Kevin James real quick. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, it is like I have seen this movie like half a dozen times, and like it, I, it does have its charm, and it is funny. There is one comment that I like I really noticed watching it this time and I don't know if it was just with the version I was watching I don't know but the the ADR lines were really obviously ADR'd in my opinion Oh yeah like I didn't notice a few of those too Uh so like it's when they when they first crash and Anne Hache wakes up from her like Xanax like slumber and like their conversation there you can tell they're on a soundstage miming the lines that they are before <laughs> yep. and yeah. like I found that weirdly distracting after I noticed that so like I'm unfortunately gonna knock it points there too for some reason but Harrison Ford did look like he was having a great time having fun he went into a bush calmly and yelled which was awesome (laughs) But it doesn't really save it a ton for me. I'm giving it a two and a half, Harrison's. Wow. All right. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to give this three Harrison's. Um, I think it's really great. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I think it's telling that we're all like, hey, Harrison was having a good time. So (laughs) thumbs up. Uh, I I think he's fine in this movie. I think he's really enjoyable. but yeah, I also think that the bar might be a little too low. But I also, this is like Anne Heche's movie. I think she's Absolutely. such a star in this. Yeah. She's so funny. 
Um, I think she goes toe to toe with uh, Harrison Ford and they're just incredible on screen together. And like, I mean, obviously thank God since they're, they're like all like probably 90% of their scenes is just the two of them. Um, So like, I think the movie really works just because their chemistry is just so amazing. Um, so yeah, it's a, a fun movie. Uh, yeah, I would recommend it. Uh, I would recommend it to anyone cause I think it's just a fun romp. Um, I guess I should also say that I've never seen this movie before. This is wow. the first time. Yeah. I've never seen it either. Yeah. I mean, that's I'm, understandable. I don't even know if I've, I heard, I don't remember even hearing about it. So, um, it, it has really low scores, um, on like Metacritic and, uh, Ron Tomatoes, if you care for those such things, but, um, but yeah, but it's three. aged like fine wine, <laughs> aged like fine, fine wine. Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, let's get to recommendations. Uh, for every show, we'll leave you guys with some recommendations. So Francis, you want to start us off with your recommendation? Yeah, so I have been reading a ton of audiobooks. Um, I have a really long commute, and I have been working my way. I don't know when I started it last year, um, but I've been working my way through the Wheel of Time series. I'm currently on book nine of 14, 15, oh, oh with gosh. the extra one. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not short books, <laughs> but it's like the first, I don't know, I guess what I love about it so much is it's like every series I've read before this, I'm really, it's like a very high fantasy kind of um, series with like magic and stuff. Um, it has a really cool magic system that is, it's really interesting um, and really well developed. And I've like followed these characters through this like crazy, well-developed um, like character development. And like, I just feel so attached to all of them now. And it's just like, there's so much going on now in book nine that like, there's so many people in like so many different places, but like, I'm still like invested in following each of them and, it's just, it's really cool. I definitely, you know, it's definitely a time investment, but if you have a commute or if you just listen to audiobooks a lot and have a lot of time to do that and can work your way through them, um, I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, yeah, super fun. Cool. Yeah. I cannot compete with that time that you have to do that. <laughs> I, 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 I've recommended a fantasy book series on here before a lot by Brandon Sanderson. And that's kind of, we got into those yeah. together, but you just plow through them so fast. And I was like, here, you want more? Here, here's the wheel of time. Try and take that out and try it on. Yeah, I'll yeah. be done with it soon. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's allowed me to catch up a little bit on some of the other books we read together. But yeah, it, it's impressive to see you go through them that quickly. And I you, now you're making me want to do it, which means I'll be reading them for like three or four years. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're making this into a movie too, aren't they? 
a show, I a think, show. on mm-hmm. like an Amazon. Yep. I actually just, I, maybe you said something about it, Tyler, but um, I was just looking at it before we recorded the podcast and was looking at casting and stuff. And I think it'll be all right. Yeah. I'm excited um, about the cast that they have. One of the leads is the woman who played um, the, the uh, titular Gone Girl. <laughs> oh, uh, Rosemary Pike? Rosamund yes. Pike. Rosamund Pike. Yep. Yeah, she plays one of the characters. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, she'll nice. be, I think she'll be good. A yeah. good pick. That uh, should be interesting. Neil, you got a recommendation? Yeah, I do. Uh, I think somebody recommended mine before. I think uh, possibly, but I've just have been playing and finished Jedi Fallen Order for the PlayStation Four, uh, and it is a good game. I give it. <laughs> One and a half thumbs up, not completely two thumbs up. It's very good. I very much uh, liked it. There, uh, I am not a. <laughs> I'm not a psycho who plays the Dark Souls games, who just are in for the punishment. Mm. And this isn't nearly as challenging as as those are, I'd say. But like, there is a learning curve to this, and I say, and I would say that once you kind of get used to the the lightsaber combat, and you're like good with the timings and stuff, like you do feel really good when you get good at it. And the combat actually wasn't the thing that kind of drove me insane about the game. It was more or less like once you've completed the level, you have to go back to your ship Ugh. at the beginning. And finding your way back to the beginning of the level oh my God. was yeah, that probably was the, worst. the worst time I'd ever had. <laughs> so, like, some of the platforming in this was probably my least favorite part of the game. Uh, besides that, I love the story. BD1 is one of my favorite new little droids. Oh, he's so of cute. all time. He's so great. Uh, he beats, like, Dio or whoever that little new one was in The Rise of Skywalker out of the water. Um, so I would highly recommend Fallen Order if you're... Um, you know, into Star Wars, into Star Wars games specifically, because like this is one of like two good games to come out for Star Wars within the last like 20 years. So, I mean, get them while you can play them, I would say. But like, because <laughs> we all know they disappear after the new year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At midnight, they turn the pumpkins. Yep, they sure do. Um, but yeah, it's 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 really great. Like it, it has such good storytelling. And I want to say one of the writers was one of the Uncharted writers or something. So like I had no like worries that the story was going to be great. Um, you just have to be prepared for this type of game. So, uh, yeah, I totally would recommend it if you're a Star Wars fan and want to want to play it. So, yeah, I think you you nailed it on the backtracking thing, though. <laughs> that is my biggest gripe at the game, I think, because I was so invested in exploring and like finding all the secrets and stuff right. until they make you go back to your ship and you're just like, how the fuck do I get out of here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it, yeah, there was, that, there was one sucked. instance. It was on one of the I was like the third or fourth planet you go to where I, I am also kind of a completionist and want to get everything. Uh, but it, like I had to watch a YouTube video just to learn how to get back to the specific spot because the oh map that it provides you, however cool it might be, is impossible to navigate, like to yeah. actually use and find out where you are in relation to how you get somewhere. It's impossible. Was it? Was it Dathomir? It was Dathomir. Yeah, fuck Dathomir. Fuck Dathomir. 
I think you I think you made me like look up on my phone while you were playing that game. I like, did. how do I get past this? I did. And, yeah. and like I, I wanted to like there's not that many like unlocked chests that you can get in the game, I would say, compared to others. But there was one level, it might have been Dathmir, where I had two left in like a two percent area to explore, and I was like, nah, fuck it. Ugh. I'm not going back. I'm just gonna beat the game. I don't care anymore. Whatever this punch yeah, could be. <laughs> that that legitimately got so frustrating to me that it, it made me put the difficulty down, even though the difficulty wasn't the problem I was really having with the game. Right. Like I found the combat pretty fun, but I got to a point where I was just like, I just want to finish this now. So I want to get through the fighting faster because I know it's going to take me a long time to fuck around in these open levels. <laughs> right. So, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That map is a good example of, uh, good ui but bad ux yeah you know yeah um uh all right whose turn is it tyler sure i'll go yeah um so changing gears completely uh i watched a documentary on netflix called behind the curve and uh first off i'll just say uh nominate this for one of the best titles of a documentary uh, but it, what's it about it's about flat earthers yes <laughs> and uh yeah so um subtle subtle jab just in the name of the movie right there but um yes this is a good a good movie but also incredibly frustrating and uh kind of mind-numbing in a way to to see these people like in their natural habitat uh it's it's really something to behold like i feel like the the meme around people still believing that the earth is flat is one thing but it's another thing entirely to like listen to them unfiltered i mean granted they edit obviously but i mean they just give them a chance to just talk and literally dig a hole. Um, and on some level you can, they do on some level, they do an okay job. The filmmakers of letting you have some level of sympathy for these people, but more often than not, it just makes you like feel sad in general like at the state of things like at the state of our education system at the state of like our politics and religious discourse like so much of the flat earth perspective that's showcased in this film is like it's just a it's like almost a cry for help Mm -hmm. like these people want to feel special they want to feel like they have a community um, where they're all, they know something that other people don't know. And I'm not really sure what it is that drives people to that emotionally, but it, um, it, it felt more like a, uh, a failure of us <laughs> as a whole, more so than their like intelligence and logic, right? Like that we've mm-hmm. let these people somehow slip through the cracks. So it's, it's really fascinating. I honestly, if you go into it and you start getting frustrated by it, I would encourage you to watch all the way to the end. Cause the end is just like, you could not ask for a better, like, um, stinger on the end of a documentary. I feel like about people who believe in flat earth, uh, it's just astounding the 
the ways that they will contort reality so that they can maintain this belief that they have. Um, and I think that 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 message, I think, carries over into lots of different parts of life. Uh, a lot of political beliefs are this way that we feel like we have uh, a social identity attached to them. So when we give them up, it's like we're losing uh, our friends and our family and our community. So, yeah, it, it's really great. Uh, I'd recommend it highly. It's behind the curve on Netflix. Um, and then that's, of course, sent me down a rabbit hole of watching Vlad earth oh, debunker no. youtube videos for the last few days <laughs> so that's that's a fun pastime if you really dig, dig deep. that's cool very cool <laughs> uh i would like to recommend uh the movie little women um it just came out uh on that is christmas emma watson right? emma, yeah. uh yeah. it just came out on christmas of last year and it's directed by uh, Greta Gerwig and yeah it stars uh, Shosha Ronan Emma Watson um, and uh, Laura, Laura Dern who so I saw this movie like a week after I saw Star Wars and Laura Dern looks like a Jedi in this entire movie <laughs> <laughs> It is so funny. Um, but yeah, so this uh, this is obviously... So I don't have any familiar... Uh, like, I'm not familiar with Little Women. Like, I kind of know its cultural impact. But I have not read the book. And this is actually the first adaptation that I think I've seen. And it's so incredible. Um I think one of the amazing things this movie does is that it is obviously a period piece. Um, it takes place during, I think, World War One, I, I think, and but it feels so modern, like the way all the characters talk and how they like just interact with each other. It feels, it feels modern. And that could be like, like some movies have tried to do that and it just feels like inauthentic or just really like, it just feels really bad, but this movie does it so tremendously. And I think that's just, it just goes to show how like amazing Greta Gerwig's uh, script was for this movie. Um, uh, another thing, I mean, Obviously, uh, Laura Dern is amazing in this movie. Emma Watson is amazing. Uh, Timothy Chalamet, uh, who plays Laurie. Yeah, he is so good in this movie. And uh, he has this, like, meltdown at this, like, super fancy, like, rich person party. And he, like, throws champagne up in the air. It's incredible. Um, But the star of this movie is Shorsa Ronan who plays Joe. And um, I don't know if you've guys seen um, Lady Bird, which is the mm -hmm. previous movie that Greta Gerwig did, but uh, Shorsa Ronan also stars in that movie. And I just, that's a movie that I really enjoy, but I couldn't, 
I just couldn't wrap my head around that character and the way that Shorshironin plays that character. But in this movie, it like all clicks together. Like I think she delivers this amazing performance of this incredibly iconic character that I think is acted perfectly and written perfectly. It's uh, this whole movie just all together is just such an incredible, incredible movie. And so uh, hope I'm sure it will still be in theaters uh, by the time everyone is listening to this episode, but definitely like go and see this movie and like support it and make sure it makes like a bunch of money. Cause I think it, it deserves like it deserves all, all the money it's going to get and all the rewards <laughs> it's going to get. It deserves it all. It's such, it's so fun. Man, now you're going to have to make me decide which movie I have time to go see in theaters, <laughs> little women or 1917. Oh, oh shit. God. I, yeah. Cause I, I don't, don't know if I'm going to get to both of them. Yeah. Um, just see both, man. Just like <laughs> get a babysitter, dude, and just double, <laughs> double feature that thing. Uh, I am going to see 1917 this weekend, so I'm very I, excited. I would like so. to. We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. That's it for this episode of Credits Do. Uh, Francis, thank you so much for joining us. This was such such a blast. It was great being here, guys. I'll have to maybe start listening to the podcast. <laughs> great. <laughs> Another fan. Perfect. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, until next time, thank you, everyone, for listening in. Um, and hope you'll join us all for our next episode. Where we'll be talking about the movie What Lies Beneath. Um And until then, uh, Tyler, why don't you give us some plugs? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Tyler Owen. Uh, That's pretty much it. You can find me on Twitter, too, I guess, uh, at Dino Nealman. And you follow or you can listen to my new music podcast called Pivotal Tracks, where I interview musicians about a song that they love. And you can find that at... Uh, anywhere that you find any podcatching service that you found this podcast as well. So again, once again, thank you for joining us. Thank you uh, to everyone who listens and who watches along with us. Um, And thank you. And remember, as always, we may be old, but we're sturdy. Here's some more so sturdy for Anchorage right now. <laughs> <laughs>